pass, with peaks soaring on either side, was spectacular. At the far end of the village, he picked out the larger shape of the Red Dragon Pub, its painted sign swinging in front. Just how a pub should be, he told himself, as he nodded in satisfaction. Always enough chaps around with time for a chat, women usually confined to the lounge, where they could be seen and not heard, just how he liked things to be. Lovely creatures, women, but inclined to babble on meaninglessly unless curbed. Except for Johnny. She had never babbled. She'd listened to his stories with a gentle smile on her lips, and always laughed at his jokes. God, he still missed her so much. At least they were polite enough to listen to his stories at the pub here in Clanfire. They even pretended to be interested. So did you ever shoot a tiger, Colonel? they'd ask. And he'd be able to answer, Shoot a tiger? I can tell you about the time I bagged three tigers in one day. We had to pretend that the Maharaja had shot them, of course. Protocol demanded it. But it was really my bullet each time that finished them off. One was a great brute, eight feet long. I've got a picture of it on my mantelpiece at home. The colonel smiled in anticipation of being asked to tell that story again. They were good chaps here in Clanfire. Simple Welsh villagers, of course, but they made him feel welcome. He knew this was quite different from the way they treated most foreigners. He'd watched them switch into Welsh in mid-conversation when tourists walked in, but he supposed that his Welsh wife had made him somehow acceptable. He remembered the first time Johnny had taken him to Wales when they were home on leave together. He hadn't realized until then that Wales was a foreign country. Hearing her chatting in a language he couldn't understand had amazed and impressed him. It was a side of her he had never suspected. Thinking of Joni now brought back the leaden feeling to his heart. It was amazing that one could miss a person for so long. She had been dead for ten years, and he still felt it as if it was yesterday. He had come to Wales the summer after Joni's death, trying to make sense of things and had been healed and charmed by the silent, rugged beauty of the mountains of Snowdonia. By sheer luck, he'd seen an advertisement for summer accommodation at Owen's farm above Clanfire. His gaze moved beyond the village to the square, whitewashed farmhouse, protected by a stand of windswept trees. Answering that advertisement had been one of the luckiest things he'd ever done and he'd certainly had lucky moments in his life. Like the time a charging rhino had run right past him, or when Charlotte's husband had shot at him and missed as he leaped from the houseboat window into the lake at Kashmir. Mrs. Owens spoiled him shamelessly, making his favorite meals and encouraging him to have seconds and thirds of everything his doctor had strictly forbidden. She did his washing and ironing, and kept his room spotless without fussing over him. His days were free to be spent in the good fresh air, tramping over the hills, trying to identify wild flowers or birds, or pursuing his real passion, archaeology. He'd been a keen amateur archaeologist from the age of eight when he uncovered a Roman coin in a field near his home in Yorkshire.
He had been awestruck that objects two thousand years old were lying at his feet, waiting to be rediscovered. If he'd come from a different family, he might have gone to Oxford or Cambridge to study ancient history. But the Arbuthnots always went into the army, he sighed. His passion for archaeology was one of the reasons that drew him back to Wales. He wanted to be the one to prove beyond a doubt that King Arthur had actually existed. There were enough local legends to support it, of course. Upon Mount Snowdon, there was the Bulchi Sedau, the Pass of Arrows, where Arthur was mortally wounded while about to defeat Mordred. Excalibur was said to have appeared from Llynclidor, the lake that nestled on the flanks of Snowdon. He could see it now, glistening in bright sunlight. Even the peak of Snowdon itself was called...